I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the box set pod. Howell and Jamie here. Um, And a big shout out uh, to Kev Spencer on Twitter. He wanted a mention. Just give me a mention. On your box set pod. Um, well done, Kev. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can at the box set pod. Don't forget the the in the box set pod uh, when you're recommending us to people, which we hope you do. Tell them Doug Stanhope's on. So season three, episode 14 is where we're up to. An exciting development in uh, as we near the end of this season. I'm sure this season's going to end at some point. Um, yeah, we're beginning to put a pin in it. Yeah, we're beginning a top ten uh, made by our good friend Ben, who is a bit of a genius. We will refer to him from now on as the algorithm department of the box set pod. Now, this is, I think, the only chart in the world based on a collection of box set other charts of figures. Um, Netflix, you know, we we've learned previously don't release figures. Tell me more about how this chart is compiled, Jamie. Well, well, the algorithm department has mm. put together uh, charts, download information, and uh, series uh, ratings and viewing figures across the whole world. I don't know how he's done this or the department have done this, but they've managed to sort of put this all together, what people are watching over the course of the last seven days, place it into a chart, the definitive, the one and only reliable chart about what people are watching. Some um, uh, sites are illegal in some countries and some aren't. That's a thing. And uh, he's used all kinds of uh, information to try and get this real... Um, chart. So here comes this week's top ten. Before we have Doug Stanhope part two at number ten, Flash at number nine, Suits. I've, I've, I'm up to season four. Suits is bigger than I actually ever thought it was. I am surprised by. It. I've never really. I watched a couple of episodes of Suits, and it is actually quite big, isn't it? It yeah. really confirms That's it. This massive. chart at eight and seven, we've got two Leviathans, Walking Dead at eight, and The Game of Thrones seven um arrow is at number six uh, good comic book one there i think the only mm. comic book yeah in the top 10 not tried it south park must have just done something i don't know whether they've just re- maybe one of our american listeners can tell us have they just released a new box set in the states or a new series because they're at number five south park wow number five um at number four fear of the walking dead at number watch th- the first episode of that, by the way, and it is excellent. Yeah, I think very much that. want to watch more. Yeah. Uh, at number three, House of Cards, still reigning strong, and get ready for the massive, massive popular, uh, popular ones. At number two, Downton Abbey, and at number one, yes! Big Bang Theory. There you go. Yeah, D- Downton Abbey started again on Sunday, and I watched the first episode of, of the final ever series, and they're all going to get made redundant, the staff. And that's basically the plot for the last series. Everybody's going to lose the job. Um, really? Right. 
Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, because it's the it's, it's the the moving into the modern, the modern life, and uh, you know, the the, the, know. the place for for servants and the place for that world is dying off, and uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting watching them, you know, tear down the abbey. I hope it does blow up. That would be fantastic. Interestingly, um, this is England. Is it number eleven? Didn't quite make it into the top ten, and that is yeah. Um, that's started to be shown in America, which is why that is in the top 20. Modern it's family interesting with This is England. This yeah. is England is... Uh, I've been watching the new series of that on Channel 4, and um, yeah. it's what it's such a weird show. Like, it's a style of... You know, it's very improvised. Yeah. The dialogue's very improvised. It takes a bit of getting used to. Yeah. It takes a bit of, like... You have to kind of accept a certain bit of... Well, because some of them aren't that good at acting... Some of them, anyway. When they improvise, it doesn't. They're not very good at it. You know, the really yeah. good ones are the are the strong, like you know, main cast members. But other people struggle with the style of it. I think yeah. it doesn't always come we, off. But when it does, it's great. We've got such a big interview with Doug Stanhope coming up. We need to crack on. But okay, uh, yeah. I do just want to mention Sense Eight. I finished it. The last oh. couple of episodes, I thought were Sigur Ross ending. Oh yeah, you can't beat a Sigur Ross ending, and uh, absolutely cracking last couple of episodes. I told you you'd like it. Yeah, I still, I'm I still got the same reservations about the rest of the bloody series. Like, get on with yeah. it. The whole thing, yeah. the whole there's kind of they they should have begun it with the girl in the car. That's no spoilers. Remember, no spoilers on the box of pod, but they should have begun it with that, and given us a little bit more of something to hold on to. I think, but. Um, Sense8 was very good. 24, I'm now up to season 3. Just awful. Just awful, but great awful. And um, uh, Wet Hot American Summer. I've just finished the series of that, of the remake. And it's so funny. I mean... The musical episode towards the end is just yes. That is a, that is an amazing episode. That isn't it? It's that so is really good. good. Um, yeah, Jamie, give us a really quick roundup of news because Doug Stanhope, his interview with yeah. us was so long that we had to split it into two. Last week was part one, and I think this week is when it really gets going when Doug's uh, hangover begins to drift off a little bit. Um, Listen, the, the latest yeah. news, though. There's lots of news, but I'll, I'll do bits and bobs maybe next week. I'll just mention from this week, the big thing is the Emmys. And, of course, it was a massive night at the Emmy Awards in America. This is the big TV awards. It's like the Oscars in America for TV. That. Game of Thrones won 12 awards. It was a record-breaking night for the series. And it's, just, it's the first time it broke the record for the series winning the most awards in a single year. They, and Joe, who else who uh, who used to hold that record? How old? Who? West Wing. It beat West Wing's wow. record of Emmy wins. Wow. Uh, also, it was a big night for John Hamm. He finally won the Best Actor Award for Don Draper in Mad Men after eight years of being defeated by Walter White and other people. So it was really nice to see him get on stage. Well, the other big story as well was Viola Davis made history she became the first black woman to take the prize for the outstanding actress in a drama category for her role in how to get away with murder now it's a, it's great that like you know that's been achieved but i've watched how to get away with murder and it's some of the trashiest like it's not that it's an it's not i'm going to watch the second series but it's not a very good show yeah. i don't know how she's pulled that one off uh, but i'm glad that she won it and i do want to mention as well the big thing as well was in the major category at the emmys the outstanding drama category not a single nomination for a major network Jeez. every single show nominated better call saul 
uh, House of Cards, Orange is the New Black, we're all from Netflix. Downton Abbey's on PBS. Game of Thrones is on HBO. And Mad Men was and uh, Homeland were on AMC or uh, Showtime. Yeah. So no major network had a nomination in that. I mean, this is a that huge, is like the, the change that's been made in like TV. Yeah. That shows it. That shows you. The <laughs> big, the best the TV that, isn't on networks. With the news that Netflix is, um, you know, going to stop acquisitioning stuff or acquisition stuff less and make stuff themselves more that's um showing that it's working i mean wet hot american summer is a great example something that mm. is of a style that i don't think would have suit a, a network's taste for traditional advertising and stuff yes yeah. so it's, uh, it's great anyway great stuff yeah. is that that that's that it's done it's done all right Get ready for Doug Stanhope Part 2. We're just picking up mid-interview where I was about to say, we've finished. And I say, uh, and he says, no, let's carry on. Well, I'm just finally waking up. I'm just getting my uh, my morning coffee yeah, let's, done. Let's get going. You I got just, Bailey's coffee drinking. I've got a question. Um, Go. When I was, driving, I was driving across Florida and uh, to New Orleans, and we stopped in, in um, a mobile Alabama. I was about to say Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, and um, Nicolas Cage was walking down the street. They were making a, they were making a film. Well, of Rose. course they were. You don't think fucking Nicolas Cage yeah, just hangs Mobile. out in Mobile, Alabama? <laughs> but he he was he was more like you know when you meet famous people and they are normally fairly normal, like they they they're kind of nice guys and they're normal people. And Nicolas Cage was more like Nicolas Cage than I expected Nicolas Cage to be. He was like, <laughs> it was like a seven-foot guy doing an impression of Nicolas Cage, walking around the street, shaking hands with everybody, going, hi, I'm Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and I'm wondering, who have you met, because you're now Doug Stanhope, who, who you've met that has, has lived up to the expectation? Oh, obviously, Johnny Depp, absolutely. Really? Oh, uh, yeah, way cooler than you could ever hope Johnny Depp would be. Really? <laughs> and and yeah, very much the the Hunter S character that he played. I I, I think a lot of that uh, was a uh, you know if you keep making that face, it's going to stick like that. Yeah. Parents <laughs> yeah. tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I think he made that face for too long. But uh, and the uh, the other one is uh, Marilyn Manson. Oh really? Oh, Completely really? live lived up to what a teenage fantasy of Marilyn Manson would be like. No way. Like, you go to his house, it's all dark lit with candles everywhere <laughs> and all the other accoutrements you would expect. No way. On a visit. Yeah, yeah. I completely. totally expected him to be like, because Alex, uh, Alex, Alex Cooper, you imagine, he's just like, it's, it's all the makeup. You go go to his house and he's like putting a coaster down to make sure you don't stay. Oh, yeah, no, I don't think there's, I don't think he makes any, uh, yeah, he's all sober and plays golf. Yeah. He owns his own restaurant, like a T, you know, TGI Fridays kind of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Wow. Yeah, he, he's, he's not hiding the fact that it's just a show. <laughs> yeah, Man, Manson, he, he's, he lives that life. Uh, is there anyone you would like be in a movie with because you love them so much? I, don't, I have no idea. I'm sure I, I, this is a question I could answer. Tomorrow I'll go, fuck, I should have said that guy. Swearingen from Deadwood. Oh, I forget his real yes. name. He's on Ray Donovan now. Yeah, um, oh, Ian McShane, isn't it? Yeah. 
I, I, I wouldn't want to be in a movie with him, but he's like a guy that I'm always excited to see in something. Have you ever heard of Lovejoy? No. Okay. When we grew up in the 80s, Ian McShane, we know him from a TV program called Lovejoy. I think. Brilliant show. You, you need to remember that name. You need to get on the YouTube or wherever and watch some Lovejoy. It's it's quite different from. Deadpool. He plays a, a loose cannon <laughs> antiques dealer. Yeah. Hey, I'll throw this out there. I want to be on the new fucking Black Mirror. Oh, I heard yeah. that just oh, picked dear. up on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, hey, Charlie Brooker, don't forget this kid. Yeah, surely. Now, I, I surely. just recently watched the uh, John. Have you seen the John Ham one? Uh, no, that's the that was the Christmas special. Yeah, it's really yeah. Really someone good, sent but... me a link. I saw the the other ones, but someone sent me a link to. Uh, we're good friends with Nat Tenna, who's also in it. Oh, uh, she's in a band called Molotov Jukebox and oh, yeah. uh, Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. Ah uh, yeah yeah. So yeah, her and John Ham star in that one, and then I I didn't watch it, and it was one of those disappearing links. Yeah, no. so I keep yeah, I keep forgetting that. I all I have to do is tweet it, and one of my, you know, that's the yeah. second thing you've mentioned that you could really just ask Charlie Brooker to send you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I had so many, you know, not hacker fans, but you know, people who know how to do shit. Yeah, I can yeah, barely yeah. check email, but if I just put it out there, hey, send me a link to that. Someone's <laughs> gonna find it on one of those. So what do you, you know, this is the box set pod dot com. So we've always got to ask people, what are the box sets that you have binged recently? Right now, it's uh, well, True True Detective. Oh, Both yeah. of those are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and Ray Donovan, I'm into now. Boardwalk Empire was phenomenal. Yes. I don't know if you watched that. It's brilliant. Jamie watched it. I'm slow. Have you have you finished it, Doug? Oh yeah, yeah. It's been it's been over for a while over here. I thought yeah, I thought it was a really good. I I really like the ending. It, I think it, I think it really works. Like it was a really sort of quite a sad ending, but it worked for the show. I, we, I was just talking to my uh, my neighbor neighbor Dave. He was a big fat guy in his sixties, and we me and him and his wife were sitting around, and we were remembering when. We were afraid that we'd die before the end of Breaking Bad. <laughs> we, we, both, we both had legitimate fears of, oh, shit, what if I died? And I, <laughs> I would kind of panic about that. <laughs> we, now, now we can die comfortably. There's no, no series that I was ever that wrapped up in, except for Deadwood, which if, if, I, I don't even suggest people watch it unless they're going to be okay with the fact that it just ends in a cliffhanger because oh. they didn't, it didn't get picked up. Yeah, they Deadwood, making, I was that into. What? They might be making the film. There's a film um, in the works, apparently, now. There's, we've been talking about the idea of a HBO film. And will it well, fall? they ended it with all those rumors, and then one of the main yeah. characters yeah. came out and said, that's never going to happen. But then I've heard recent rumors again that they might do a film. Yeah, I've you heard can find out how it ends. You you go to Deadwood, and you see it's a tourist trap now. So that's the actual ending. Really? <laughs> it ends, <it's, laughs> yeah, you just go to De go to Deadwood and buy a trinket and see a, 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 a fake gunfight with two douchebags in costumes. <laughs> and that's that's how Deadwood ends. It, endings are so difficult. We've talked about this before because. It, it's so hard to end it and leave you happy. And my theory is it's because subconsciously, Doug, you realise that those characters aren't real. In fact, they, they, they're they dead now. 
and you've got to grieve because you're never going to see Walter White ever again. And so my theory... And you know, Swearingen was never that cool in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my theory is they should end a TV series with everybody, all the actors just stop acting and they all just sort of start talking as themselves. They just drop the script and go and get in their cars and drive home and and, and they just sort of, they properly let you down, you know. It's like seeing your parents do something really shitty for the first time. <laughs> and then you can move on with your life. <laughs> Usually I just binge watch uh, documentaries. And oh, yeah. uh, I, I I only rate them on Netflix so I can remember uh, whether or not I liked it. Otherwise, <laughs> I retain nothing. Yeah. When yeah. you watch that much shit, because... If I'm watching Netflix, I'm watching it for two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll wake back up and then try to find the part I fell asleep to, whatever I was watching, and finish that, hit another one. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch 24? No, I, I never never get into 24. No, I've just started it for the first time. I've just quit a job, so I've suddenly got a load of time. and it's Isn't it great? Oh, isn't that the best feeling it, in the world? Isn't it? It's like Jamie and I have both done a breakfast show. We've just finished doing a breakfast show. For four years, we got up at half three in the morning and went and did a breakfast show. And we discussed quitting and we didn't know if it was the right thing and then we quit. And this is two weeks into quitting the breakfast show. It, how are you coping, Jamie? I've been the time of my life, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I look forward. I, I rarely get so, on the <laughs> few occasions where I get deathly ill. I love it because <laughs> it, it stops that part of my brain that says I should be doing something else. Yes. You go into, you're just into that survival mode of I have a <laughs> 103 degree fever. I'm sweating through the mattress. Yeah. And there's nothing I can do but sit here and stare at TV without the guilt. Yeah. That, and I on, I'm exactly the same, and I only have that. That feeling only comes to me in two other places. One is when I'm in the sea, and one is when I'm on a plane. That I love, that's why I, I love doing those mileage grabs. Really? Because when you're on a plane, it gives you a feeling of motion. Yes. There's a destination. There's something going on, yes. but all you can do is sit there and have cocktails. Yeah. And take a Xanax. Yeah. And if, if you can focus on a book, read it. Oh, man. It, I'm with you. You've, you've been blessed with a, you've been like doomed with a busy brain. And uh, that today was the first day since we finished our job that I actually didn't have a day full of stuff to catch up on. And I just went like to the pub at 10 o'clock in the morning, sat there, and had some breakfast, and, and I started to panic. I was like, why aren't I doing something? What's going on? What? And that that thing started to take over of having to be busy, and and yet, Jamie, you've got the opposite, haven't you? Yeah, I um, I'm quite happy just washing up for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous. I like. I feel like I, I've achieved. Like I've just finished a book. Is how I feel when I finally shower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need I need those seven eight days without showering. It just seems like second tour to just take off your clothes because I should be doing something more important. <laughs> when you work in a creative field at all, you yeah. constantly have a feeling of there there could be more. I I I, I could be doing something more. I, I envy people who work at fucking McDonald's, whatever. Because yeah. when they punch out, they're not going home thinking, really, i got to work on a cheeseburger output. 
I need to be. Uh, they, they never think of their job again. The, but this is the thing. Like Jamie is like that. Jamie has that mentality. I think of Jamie's first question to everything is how long will this take? And <laughs> and Jamie's one of the funniest people. I'm, he's not been very funny on this phone call, but Jamie is a very funny person. And and you do the, know I'm listening. Right? So, oh, sorry, he's still there. I didn't notice. And um, I'm in the room. <laughs> and and there's not in, there's not enough people like the media industry it's full of people who are either like us or insane because they have to work really hard or just suckers who just schmooze and work the room and know how to play the game constantly and i think there's this bunch of people who are left aside people like jamie who need to be brought into the fold we need to find those people. I, I I know a lot of those people, and I guess to some extent I am one of those people. Yeah. I, did, I didn't move to a, a town of 5,000 on the Mexican border to make it big. <laughs> uh, but I, I know a lot, yeah, they just don't care to be involved. They're just, they're funny, and they're funny on stage, but that's that's the extent of their ambition uh, and, and their skills. They're not picking up the phone, they're not making calls, they're not trying to get their name out there. Yeah, and usually those are the funniest people in the world because they don't care and they don't have that part of their brain that's yet working business. And what happened? What happened to us then? Did we just have a? Do we? Do we want to please our parents too much or something? I, I have no idea. I don't. I don't. I have no. I have no answers. I tried to do a, a tour called the Unbookables <laughs> several years ago, <laughs> taking all these people out that their only skill is being funny, but otherwise they're either, you know, addicted or slovenly. A friend of mine, Christine Levine, she was going on this tour and then uh, then called and said, oh, I'm having a problem. Uh, I guess you can't rent a car without a credit card. <laughs> You're almost 40 years old. <laughs> not only do you not have a credit card, you didn't know you can't rent a car without one. <laughs> you have that limited ability in life. But it also... Fucking hilarious! <laughs> yeah, that's we've just made a ten-year radio career out of Jamie being exactly that. Jamie didn't drive until he was twenty-nine, was it, Jamie? Uh, yeah, I didn't pass till then. Yeah, twenty-nine <laughs> years old, he passed. Oh, you tried and failed. <laughs> well, well no, I, I failed the thing. Oh, we lost you, Jamie. Are you there? You see, he can't even use a microphone. See, me. see, there you go. Look He's at the that. funniest guy in the world and he can't even use Skype. Let me tell you what was happening there, Doug. Jamie just um, got bored of our conversation. He started doing something else because he's wondering why this is going on for so long, and he's accidentally knocked his microphone off. He's trying to watch. He's trying to watch you porn and do an interview at the <laughs> yeah. same time. Oh, he's back! There we go. Well, tell us honestly, Jamie, what were you doing when you knocked your microphone off? I was watching you, Paul. <laughs> I, I, I always scared someone's going to get on my uh, computer to use you porn and uh, then hit the recommended for you button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jamie learned to drive at the age of 29, started driving at 30. And for the first six months throughout winter on the motorway in the snow, he couldn't get his scream wash to work. And he was going, I've taken it back to the garage three times. It, they say it's fine. I can't. It's not working. And I'm in the car with him, and we're driving. 
down the motorway looking it may as well have just been a piece of cardboard over the windscreen like stop <laughs> stop the car we're gonna die i'm rubbing snow on the windscreen to get it off turns out he's been pulling the indicator lever instead the signal lever instead of the <laughs> lever. i was pulling it the wrong way dude <laughs> i just uh recently a few days ago tweeted a picture about uh, these are the only two shows I can get on Netflix, and one of them is the Netflix screen, and then the uh, unable to connect to Netflix, try again, or exit. <laughs> and I put that up, and uh, my tour manager, my friend that lives next door in my other house, he knows the com- he, he does my website, and he knows computers. He goes, oh, let me take a look at it. Yeah, it was, it was unplugged from the router. <laughs> For two weeks, I was just sitting there going, my Netflix never fucking worked. <laughs> it was unplugged. Uh, right, Doug, listen, this has been 50 minutes, and we said we'd be 15, so please don't... Um, don't don't tell tell anyone that we uh, were so bad. But thank you. Keep up the good work. I will see you over in uh, Manchester. Yes, we'll yeah. come and see you. Check out Doug's tour dates. You got a website, dougstanhope.com, I presume. That's it. They That's do. the one. Check it out. The uh, I think the funniest man in the world. Near and the like Jamie, uh, yeah, you probably heard none of it on this uh, <laughs> podcast. But you know that's why I don't do shows at eleven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, there you go. There you go. No, it's really nice to talk to you. Um, yes, box set. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's end with a recommendation for you. What haven't you watched? What are people telling you to watch? You know, I, I wish I could remember a name, but it's I, I spent six months. In a cinder block All right. bunker, smoking cigarettes and writing a book, and the okay. whole time people Game, are Game suggesting. Yeah, I tried that. I got through halfway through the first episode, and I, it just wasn't working for me. One, one of my big pet unnecessary fucking <laughs> in, in movies, and it's, it's just, I've heard that there's just endless, just random fucking. Yeah. It bores the shit out of me and irritates me. Yeah. Not, you want porn? Watch porn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is an element of that, but we do. We have a rule, Doug, that that is, you've got to watch four episodes before you make a judgment or something. And I gave up after the first episode of Game of Thrones, and my wife said, "We're watching the next one," and um, I've not stopped since. It's it, it's it is good, but you're right. There's there's a lot of tits. And there's a lot of dragons. What else? Give me another one. Okay. I've got one, I've got one for you. You might have seen it. It was out this year, I think. Uh, uh, Last Man on Earth. It stars Will Forte. And uh, he's already, basically... I already love it. That, is, just that premise is one of my favorite premises. Yeah, like yeah. 28 Days Later, yeah, yeah. You know, anything like that. It's brilliant because it, he's such a creep, but it's great that the idea that the last people on Earth includes this man who's just a total creep and just wants to get, just wants to find the hottest woman to bang. And it's just, it's a really good show. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Doug, um, have a great day. Thanks. I'm uh, two cups of coffee in and uh, I'll, I'm going to, I've been waiting to do this to close. I had to take a dump right in the middle of the podcast and I was going to wait till the end to flush, but I figured I'd close on the flush. (laughs) (laughs) What were we talking about when it actually fell, dog? 
I don't know. The one that's not Jamie was, that was talking during it because it was a it was a bit of a noisy one. So I was making sure that he was talking so he <laughs> wouldn't be listening. <laughs> uh, okay, Doug. Um, we'll uh, give give us a tweet. Get us a few of your fans, will you? Thanks. Yeah, yeah. When you when you uh, tweet this out, make sure you tweet it at me so I can retweet it. We will. We will right. be next Friday. Thank you very much, Doug. Have a good day. See you later. Right, Thank you, guys. Have See a good night. Bye. 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 So there he goes, Doug Stanhope, having a poo during our interview. Oh, phenomenal. Yes. Phenomenal. Um, okay, so we've got the matter of who wins the um, Entourage box set. We need to clear that up over, say, the next two podcasts, and I think that will round yeah. up this season. So we'll get, get back your last on that. emails in. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get back on it next week. So email us. Uh, remember, we ask you what your favourite box sets are. You can tell us what you think of Doug Stanhope. You can tell us how you have recommended the box set pod to other people. Maybe, maybe the winner of this thing will be the person who has done the best recommendation. Maybe you send us a photo of you having done some marketing of your own for the box set pod. Made a big poster, stuck it on the outside of your house or your car window. Oh, come on. The box set pod stuck in your car window. One person does that, I reckon that might cost them. I reckon, I reckon that might win them the full box set of um, Arrested Development, if I can find it in my kitchen. Um, Entourage, Howell. Entourage. What did I say? Arrested Development. Forget that. You don't even know the prizes. You might be able to win something. We reserve all rights to change the terms and conditions, which don't exist. Okay. Um, see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.